Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It is a Friday, December 17th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Flyers fall in the shootout last night to the Montreal Canadiens, and the shootout struggles continue. I think that was their 93rd or 94th loss in the shootout as a franchise with about 54 wins. So uh, the struggles continue. It defies logic. It's been multiple decades, and the shootout is still an issue. And it's odd because it's not like they don't have talent that should be good in the shootout. And maybe at this point, it's such a head game for the team or the franchise. I don't even know. But it shouldn't have come to that is the point I'm trying to make. And they go down 3-2 against the Montreal Canadiens team that had lost seven straight. Montreal Canadiens team, we went through all the numbers yesterday, 30th in scoring, 31st in goals allowed. I mean, the numbers were obvious. But it's, you know, get a point, okay, it's good to get a point. No, I shouldn't say it's good. To get a point is better than not getting a point. It's not good, though, considering everything, that this was a team that they needed to get two points against. And I didn't care if the second point came in overtime or the shootout. Um, but, and I don't care that the second point, if it would have come in the overtime in the shootout, you're not going to beat every team six to one, like they beat the devils the other night. And that you'll hear Mike Yo in a minute. And he said he was expecting a desperate team in Montreal last night. And there were some odd circumstances in the game. Uh, the most obvious being that, you know, the bell center decided at four 30 in the afternoon, not to allow fans in. I don't think that had an impact on the game either way, but yeah, Montreal was desperate coming into the game, but the Flyers are not in a position to give away points when they just had a 10-game winless streak end last week. So it's a situation where it's a missed opportunity. And while I'm happy when guys like Max Willman and Jackson Cates score, I'm also annoyed by it because they were the only ones that scored. It's it's great that Wilman scored, got his second goal of the season. It's great that Jackson Cates got his first NHL goal of the season. But those two players, when they score, it needs to be supplemental, not primary, and not only. Max Wilman and Jackson Cates are not here to provide the team with primary scoring. They are there to be supplemental scoring and provide other roles for the team. I'm annoyed that Cam Atkinson gets a pass. He had a hat trick in the last game. I'm annoyed, though, that James Van Riemsdyk, that Sean Couturier, that Travis Konechny, that Claude Giroux, that none of them scored a goal in this game. That it was Max Wilman and Jackson Cates as the only two goal scorers. That can't be the case. Again, they can't be the primary scorers. The offense, while it's been better of late and it's piled up some goals against Five against Arizona, four against Vegas, six against the Devils. That's all well and good, but you needed some of those top guys, the guys that are primary scorers, to score. Sometimes I get they're not going to, but this was not against a good team. And the Flyers are in a position now that they can't afford to give away even a single point in an opportunity against a team like the Montreal Canadiens. I'm not saying I don't think anything anything that I think any player or coach on the staff would disagree with. A 10-game winless streak, the last six they lost in regulation, 
You can't give away a point to the Montreal Canadiens. And it's not because they're in your conference. They're not in your division. They're not going to be in the mix. But not only, you need a win. Frankly, you need regulation wins. Because that's a tiebreaker. ROW. But they, they, they don't win the game. And I'm a little annoyed by it. Another great goaltending performance by Carter Hart. Wasted. Now, Caden Primo was really good in the game. He was. And this was a well-goaltended game. I mean, we're talking about 79 shots in the game, 40 for Montreal, 39 for the Flyers, that only yielded five total goals. Really well-goaltended game. The Flyers, in the first period, uh, I don't know if they didn't get the memo what time the game started, but they, they had a horrible first period. And it wasn't just because they got outshot. It was because they didn't touch the puck. The Montreal Canadiens in the first period outpossessed the Flyers in offensive zone time by three minutes, meaning they had possession of the puck in the Flyers' zone three minutes more than the Flyers had possessed the puck in the Montreal defensive zone. That They got outpossessed just sheer numbers-wise, 57-43. to 43. Just because you won three straight didn't fix everything. They're not a, you're not a fixed team. Detail. It's going to take a long time to, to be fully fixed. And they should look tonight like they went in there, saw a team that's struggling, felt like their game was fixed, and they didn't win. And they let Montreal hang around. And you lost a game where you were leading going into the third period. I'd love to go, yeah, Flyers have gotten points in their last four games. Normally, that'd be okay. I'd be fine with that normally. But I'm not fine with that after a 10-game winless streak. I don't. It doesn't matter that you won three. When you face a, a, an opposition like Montreal and the condition they're in right now, desperate or not, you cannot give away a point. This was a missed opportunity. And now what it does, it makes the game on Saturday a must-win. That may be crazy to say. You're playing the Ottawa Senators, not even a team in your division. There's 50, north of 50-plus games left in this season. And you're saying it's a must-win? It's a must-win. They need the two points on Saturday night at Wells Fargo Center. Let's hear from the head coach after the game, well, Mike Yo. We've, we've talked for the last two days about how fun it is to come and play in this building, just the atmosphere and the crowd. And uh, and so, yeah, obviously that was, that was a bit of a – the last couple of days there's been, you know, you go back to – having a player pulled last game and all the, all the talk and all the news. And, uh, and then with what happened today, um, obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. I know it's not your job, but for the past four days, it's a little bit more than 60 players. I'm not a big math guy, yeah. but yeah. it's close to 10% of the players. Right. Could it be time to put the season on hold? Yeah, I don't, you know what, I, I don't know. I, I know that uh, obviously anyone that I talk to, especially within our organization, everyone is, uh, is first and foremost putting the, the health and safety of everybody at the top of their list. Um, and, uh, and I know that, uh, that the league takes this kind of stuff very seriously as far as protecting its players, its staffs, and, uh, and obviously our fans. So um, I know that there's obviously very intelligent people, much smarter than me, that are, that are going to make those decisions. And, uh, and so support, I support that. Mike, did it have an impact on the game? I, I, you know what? I don't think it did, to be honest with you. I think that uh, uh, you look at the way I, I was expecting a very desperate team uh, tonight. And I was talking, we had, we had a, 
a couple guys with us on the bench that that uh, were saying how weird it's going to be. And I said, guys, we were in the bubble. We played against this team in the bubble. When that puck drops, you, you sort of forget about it. The, the intensity is still there. The emotion is still there. And um, so I don't, I don't want to say that it had an effect one way or the other on the game. I think it was two teams that were uh, – it was a hard-fought game. Um, you know, obviously a little bit up and down at certain points of the game. I thought both goalies played really well tonight. And uh, at the end of the night, it was, it was a good hockey game. Before the game, you spoke about focusing on bringing identity. How do you feel like you guys moved away from the positives that you had laid down in the last game? Well, I think, again, I, th I don't think you can expect to just go out and win 6-1 every night. This is, a, this is a good league. This is the team, don't forget, that went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. So, um, you know, when we talked to our group, we tried to make them understand that we have to prepare for their best for a desperate team. Uh, you know, I, we, we got on our heels. We took a penalty early, and they, they, uh, they came out and established some momentum right off the hop. I thought that they were uh, they were clearly the better team in the first period. Uh, Hartsy kept us in it, kept us at one nothing. But I thought as the game progressed, we got better and stronger. What can you say about how two different guys have come up from the NHL and helped you guys this season? Well, you can say that, first of all, that, that you need depth, number one. Uh, number two, obviously, uh, Lappy and his crew down there are doing a good job making sure that those guys are prepared coming up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's what we want. We don't want guys to just come in and play. We want guys to come in and make a difference. And uh, and I thought that, uh, you know, whether it's Casey or Max Willman tonight, those guys uh, obviously did that for us. Uh, went out there not just trying to get through their shifts. They're trying to make a difference, try to uh, uh, take advantage of the opportunity that they had. Mike, you mentioned that Carter... Uh, keeping you guys in there. What yeah. has this play of late for, uh, for your team? Well, it's, it allows you to, it allows you, you know, whether, I don't care what team you are, who you are, whether whether you're in a stage where we're at right now where we're trying to continue to grow our game and build our game and build confidence in it, or, you know, you're a top team in the league and everybody has, uh, you know, ups and downs to the course of the game. And uh, he allows you to that opportunity to, you know, to settle the group in a calm way and find your game. And, uh, and so obviously when your goalie's playing like that, it builds confidence in the rest of the group. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not hard to, to kind of sit there and see that he's, he's playing his game. And uh, if the guy's not on top of his game, obviously he, he's got to raise his, his level up to that standard. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. You knew those players for three years, back to 16. Do you have the team where you want with the changes that you implemented or do you still feel that you'll be well, I, I just, yeah, I think, I think like what we're, we're talking about a lot of things that we just want to, you know, keep building towards. And, and, you know, one of the pauses for me tonight was, uh, you know, that, uh, that we got down in the game and we found a way to battle back and get to our game. And um, so I think what we're trying to do is, is use every game right now as an opportunity to, to point towards what it looks like when we're not doing our thing and what we're, what it looks like when we are. And, and, uh, for you know the, the the latter part second half of the game you you saw us play a much quicker brand of hockey you saw us be more aggressive um you saw us spend more time in the offensive zone we check quicker um so we we just have to keep using the lessons that are there in front of us and keep working to try to build and uh, and obviously you know we're playing to win hockey games we got to you know look at what we did tonight how we could have been a little bit better to to, to get the two points as opposed to just one mike said after the game after the 6-1 win over the New Jersey Devils that he was going to reiterate with his team that the result they got, that 6-1 win, was because of hard work. And that if you want to achieve that result, it's got to be from hard work. And look, this was a game last night. This is one of those control the controllables. 
You had a guy, Morgan Frost, pulled from the game the other night, go into COVID protocol. You had to call up Jackson Cates, so you're down a player. There's a lot of uncertainty, obviously, right now for players in the NHL, people that work in the NHL regarding COVID. It's all of sports. It's all of our world, frankly. And, you know, you got to just do the best you can to block that out and be a pro and be ready to play. They didn't look ready to play. And, you know, no fans in Quebec. The province deciding to close the doors to fans in Montreal at 4.30 this afternoon. So a lot of variables there, but you got to control what you can control, and that's being ready to play at 7 o'clock, not 7.45 when the second period starts. No, they got away with it. They went into the third with a 2-1 lead. Really thanks to great goaltending by Carter Hart. 17 saves on 18 shots in the first period. And then you have a third period, a lead going into the third. You can't, can't lock it down. Overtime, no blood. Go to the shootout. We all know how that story is. So it's a missed opportunity at another point. But tomorrow is an opportunity to grab two more against the Ottawa Senators at Wells Fargo. Everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great Friday. We'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily.